Welcome to the Don't Let That Go Over Your Head podcast, starring Q the Boss. Yo, 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 yo! Welcome back to another episode of Don't Let That Go Over Your Head podcast. They call me Q the Boss. Yes, yes, yes. Today we're talking about it today. Today we're talking about love only goes but so far, right? I, I need to talk about this with you guys because I think a lot of people don't understand there's limits to love. There is limits to love. A lot of times we overly value love and say that love is about being tolerable and, and, and we understand that it's patience, but when is patience too much, right? We talk about love from a factor, but a lot of the times, a lot of people don't speak the same love languages. Let's have this conversation. I want my guy to put up the different love languages also, guys. All right? But we're going to talk about this today. There are different love languages a lot of people don't understand. But right now, let me talk about a lot of different things that people can't see. Right? One of the premises I see why most people are separating in 2023 or all these, these years is a lot of people don't exercise patience and understand what it pertains to be in a relationship. I think a lot of people need to be single. And the reason why I say that is because love is definitely a two-way street. But so many people are so adamant about what they want their mate to be, but not seeing what they may want them to be, ultimately behaving the way they both want. Like, simply look at this. You want your man or your woman to be a certain way, but yet and still you don't behave a certain way. So you may want your man to be this way, but you got to be what that man or that woman wants you to be. It's the reality. You can't tell me you want the high-value man and you're not a high-value woman. You can't tell me you a high value, you want a high-value woman when you're not a high-value man. It's the laws of attraction, baby. You got to behave a certain way in order to, to achieve or bring, or bring a certain level of people around you. It's the, it's the truth. Look at how you behave, but yet still you want a man or a woman who, who's so significant in their life. That don't even make sense. Love only goes but so far. We got to call it what it is. There's limits to love, baby. Right? A lot of the times you say if a person loves you, they would accept you for you. But sometimes love is also about willing to walk away. Everyone that breaks up, they didn't break up because of the fact that the relationship was only bad. Sometimes the best person that loves you is the one that could accept that you're not for each other. Would you agree with that statement? A lot of times you have to be comfortable in knowing that the, the most healthiest relationship is two people at times that are know that the relationship is not feasible anymore. It's not doable anymore. We're so caught up in what we want it to be that we can't see what it is. We lie to ourselves about relationships, right? A lot of people lie to themselves about relationships and they, and they force something to be what it's not. And the problem with forcing things to be something is not, you're going to ultimately realize that you only lie to yourself. The worst lie one can tell is one to themselves. You can't lie to yourself about the, the love. And love is a conscious decision that every day you have to wake up and do. See, I always tell people, we want people to make us happier in life, right? But sometimes we got to realize in order to make someone happier, you got to look at who you're making happier. We always caught up in what our mates do for us, but we don't see what we don't do for our mates. We hold ledgers. We hold track records. I've done this for you. You've done this for me. That's the catalyst of today. Society is so caught up in what you've done for each other opposed to what you're not doing for each other. I think the best relationship could always be if you're willing to see what you're not willing to do and ultimately fix yourselves. A lot of us aren't willing to fix ourselves, right? There are five love, love languages. Five love languages a lot of people need to understand. I'm going to tell you mine's. But I'm going to say the first one. There are five love languages that humans speak, right? A lot of the times people don't understand the five love languages. So therefore, they always have problems. One of the five love languages, words of affirmation. Let's just break down words of affirmation. Words of affirmation is, this is what, that's my love language. I love words of affirmation. It's basically someone feeling appreciated with their words. It's saying, I appreciate you. I value you. Thank you. You know, that's what I am. You know, and the sad part is you'll date someone who you know is like this and then get mad at the fact that they're who they are. That is unhealthy as hell. 
You can't date someone when you know their love language and they get mad at their love language. I didn't choose my love language. That's just my premise of my life. That's who I am. Right? Some people like certain things in life and certain people like certain things in life. Let me say this again. My love language is words of affirmation. I like when a person appreciates me verbally by telling me they appreciate me and they value and respect me. I love that. It's not that I chose that love language, but that's just naturally who I am. It could be quick the way I was raised. It could be anything, but yet and still, that's why. An example, right? All right, let's go right, let's go right up to the five love languages, right? My love language being words of affirmation. That's a very, very prominent oh, for me, right? And this is what a lot of people don't understand. The second one, right? Outside of words of affirmations is physical touch. Some people like, oh, no, let me go back up. First one is words of affirmation. The second one is quality time. Quality time is a person that likes a person spending time with them. There's nothing wrong with a person wanting quality time. To them, that's the premise of, of, of love. But the thing is, you know this person needs quality time in order to, for them to feel committed or respected in a relationship. And then you'll meet a person who is very adamant about quality time. And then you're mad at the fact that they want quality time. That's what makes them feel loved. And then you're going to complain. He or she wants to spend too much time with me. That's their love language. That's not what they're choosing. That's what makes them feel valuable, right? An example of a of love language of quality time. Like don't like you play things together. You go on vacations to t together. Deep conversations, right? Watching movies together. This is the prominence of a quality time. And this is what we don't get. We so caught up in what we want, we can't see what our mates want. And this is why we have problems. You want what you want, but you don't want to see that you're not giving the person what they need. See, there's a difference of wants and needs, right? A person that speaks the love language of uh, um, quality time, that's not what they want. That's what they need to feel loved. But if you don't speak this love language, you won't understand it. See, the problem is if I'm a guy that needs words of affirmation and the mate I'm dating needs quality time, what happens is the person that spends quality time thinks that they're accommodating my love language by giving me quality time. But in reality, that's not my premise of all what makes me happy or feel loved. So now we're speaking two different languages. So again, you have to understand your mate's love, love language, right? Another one, which is the third one, is physical touch. A lot of the times we don't understand that some people genuinely need physical touch to make them feel loved. But let me guess, you're going to say, oh, that person is crazy. No, that's their love language. You have to learn the love languages. An example of a uh, physical touch in the love language is hugs, right? Uh, uh, gripping the person, uh, clapping for them, applauding, head rubs, uh, being close to a loved one, like uh, uh, kissing, right? That's what they may need. Some people genuinely love physical touch. And that's their love language, physical touch. So we said words of affirmation. We said quality time. We said physical touch. And physical touch being the premise of what makes them feel loved. We got to learn what makes people feel loved. In order to date out here, you got to learn people's love languages. We're so caught up in what we're caught up in, we can't see that another person is not learning anyone else. Let me say this again. The problem with most relationships nowadays is people speak two different love languages. When you speak a different love language than the, the person that you're talking to, you ultimately want them to behave a certain way, but that's not your love language. Me, I'm a words of affirmation guy. The person I may be dating is a quality time person. If I'm trying to love that person with words of affirmation, they may not appreciate it as much as me because that's not their love language. But if I learn their level love language and give them the quality time, the relationship will be more prominent. But some of us don't understand that it's not about what we want. It's about what our mates want. In order to love someone, you have to learn how to love them the way they feel loved. That's how you love someone. You have to learn how to love them the way they feel they need to be loved. Right? And that's the problem.
You want to love me the way you want to love me, but you still don't see that this is not how I want to be loved. I don't feel love when you say what you're saying. If a person genuinely needs a, a physical touch, right? If you're not a touchy-touchy person, then that person will not feel loved by you because that's genuinely their character. That's who they are. That's what makes them feel alive, right? The same way with words of affirmation. A person speaking life into me can, can motivate me. I'm going to tell you something. The other day I talked to this woman and I said to her, I think you should start stroking your man's ego. She said to me, I would never stroke a man's ego. So I said, why wouldn't you stroke a man's ego? She said, why would I stroke a man's ego? I said, because men like to, their ego stroked, especially from the woman they love. She goes, well, I would never do that. So I said, let me ask you a question. She said, what? I said, you would not stroke a man's ego, but yet and still you want a man that's willing to die for you. I think that's crazy. You want a man that's willing to give his life to you, but yet and still you feel there's a problem with stroking his ego? That is a very small trade for, for someone's ego being stroked to date someone that's willing to die for you. Ladies, we're going to be honest on this live and on this platform. A lot of women want a man that's willing to die for them. And it's not an opinion. This is facts. And for those who are live right now, let's be honest. A lot of women do want a man that's willing to die for them. But again, you have to learn your mate, right? I don't think there's a man that don't want his woman stroking his ego. I think that's normal, right? I think it's healthy, right? It's just what it is. But the problem is we, we so caught up in what we want. Learning how to love someone to their, to their magnitude of, of what they are will ultimately give you a healthy relationship. You'll never have a healthy relationship if you don't learn how to love someone the way they want to be loved, right? Then there's another sign. This is the fourth one. It's called acts of service. So I'll go again. You have words of affirmation, right? After you have words of affirmation, you have quality time. After you have quality time, you have physical touch. After you have physical touch, you have acts of service, which brings us to number four. Number four, an example of acts of service is taking incentive with like helping with the, what, their homework, right? Provide assistance at work, um, driving someone home, right? Um, giving money, right? Caring for the sick partner, right? Playing the person's favorite song while, while, while you're traveling, knowing that you don't like the things, cooking for your partner with, with their favorite food, right? Reminding your partner that's something that they almost forgot. Things like that, that's acts of service. People like acts of service. That's what make them feel valued. You ever heard somebody say, it's the little things that mean the most to me? That's what they mean by acts of service. It's the little things that mean the most to them. But the fact of the matter is you can't see because you think you're doing the big things, but you're overlooking the little things, and the little things to that person means the most. Look at the narrative. You feel because of the fact that you're paying rent, that that's the only time or, or the mortgage is the only time the person should feel loved. But the reality of all things is this person see it more than that. The person sees the fact that you are willing to go drive and take his, that person's mother food, right? That person's grandparent is in a hospital and you took the initiative to go see them. That's acts of service. That's their love language, right? That's when they feel valued. When you're willing to say, hey, you know what? You don't have to drive to work today. I'm going to drive you, right? Anywhere we go today, I'm going to drive all day. Right? You know what? I'm going to do all of these things for you. Those are the things that make that person feel good. But again, we're going to say, it's what I want. Ultimately, never building a healthy relationship. And most relationships nowadays are very unhealthy because of the fact that we don't understand how to speak each other's languages. Right? This is what we, we need to learn. We must undigest some of the information we've learned and re-download some new information. Again, I'm going to say this one more time. Right? We must undigest some of the bad information we learned and learn how to redigest. Let me say this one time. We must undigest some of the information we learned and learn how to redigest new information. A lot of us don't know how to love because we were taught wrong on how to love. Because again, I could have three children and all three of them can want to be loved three different ways. One of my children, I can literally spend time with them, and that's the best feeling in the world. One of my children, I can give them money, and that's one of the biggest things in the world. One of my children, I could just say, you're beautiful every day, and that's what make their day. Three different ways, three different people, be all three yet still feeling loved. Because you have to learn how to love people. We don't know how to love each other. 
And this is why you have so many unhealthy relationships. Most people go into relationships ultimately talking about what the person should do for them opposed to what they can do for a relationship. When they say, what do you bring to the table? Automatically, you, 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 you measure in finances. What, what about your, your compatibility as far as your willingness to, to, to sacrifice for them, right? Or compromise, right? But you're already going into a relationship with the mentality was, what can he or she do for me? You already have the wrong mentality going into a relationship. You don't need a relationship when you're talking like that. You're talking from an individual standpoint. I think if a man meets a woman and goes hard to make her happier, and a woman meets a man and she goes hard to make him happier, that sounds like a healthy relationship to me. But we don't do those things. We go into it, what's she going to give me and what can she do for me and what can he do for me? Not what we can do for each other. See, the ego has taken the front row, right? Let me say this again. And, and y'all got to hear this really well and being fair. Ego has taken the front seat of the, the driver's seat of the life. Ego. Everyone is being driven by their ego, right? You in a car right now and a, and a driver in your car is ego. That's all that's driving your car. What drives you is your ego. What makes you lose good women and good men is your ego, your pride. Relationships and pride and ego can't fly. When I say stroking a man's ego is not the fact that it's pushing him. Why? Because women have something called the nurturing gift. Listen to this. A woman is born with a gift called nurturing. Her saying that you're the greatest and you're the best and you're an amazing man pushes life into him. Is the same catalyst of what a mom does when she talks to her children. It means so much coming from mother. So when your woman is pushing your ego, it definitely makes the man feel stronger. So when I say, uh, would you stroke a man's ego, women take it completely wrong, not understanding that that man needs that push. Because while he's being pushed forward by you, the world is every bit of pushing him backwards. And this is what we must understand, right? We must understand a woman needs security, right? A woman needs security. We understand that security is definitely protection in economics. If a man don't understand that a woman needs security, that man hasn't reached the maturation process. He's still a child. Women need economics to feel safe. A woman will lower her guard with money, not because she's a gold digger, but for the fact of the matter is she believes in she needs stability. As you get older, women need more stability. Stability provides for them comfort, right? A man needs respect and loyalty. That's what we need as men in order for us to feel safe in relationships. But the fact of the matter is we're going to talk about what a man is and what a woman isn't. In order to understand each other, we just got to speak each other's languages. But it's a fifth language that a lot of people speak also. And this one is receiving gifts. Let's talk about it. This is a love language. That don't make her a gold digger. Some people genuinely believe that getting receiving gifts, it makes them happy. Such as, right? Uh, um, Christmas gifts, toys, uh, um, uh, vacations, uh, uh, bags, shoes, hats. Those are the things that make them happy. It's not that they're a gold digger, but genuinely wholeheartedly in their heart of hearts, receiving gifts is their love language. You got to understand humans and men. If you're, you, listen to this narrative. If you know for a fact, and this is my man, I want you to hear this very good. Whatever man chooses to take this personally, I don't give a damn. If you know for a fact, man, you cannot afford a woman because her love language is receiving gifts. Detach yourself. Don't complain about the fact that she is expensive, but yet and still you attach yourself to someone who love languages says she needs gifts in order to feel happy. That's her love language. So if it's bothering you, that means you should detach yourself. Because you got to understand humans are humans is we're complicating what humans are. Humans will always be humans. It's us who complicate what humans are. Humans are not so uh, uh, intricate. We make them very intricate. Why? Because if you know a man is a thief, why are you dating a thief? A man has no morals. The problem is in 2023, emotional intelligence don't exist anymore. A lot of people lack emotional intelligence. And let me say this again. The problem with 2023 now is so many people lack emotional intelligence. 
Their intelligence is not there. It's common sense. We complicate the, 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 the one plus one additions. We complicate the one, takeaway one is what? We co you got to stop complicating the most easy things to see. When a person show you who they are, that's who they are. Right? I'm a firm believer. Show me your friends, I'll show you who you are is the truth. Birds of a feather flock together. You are the company you keep. This is all truth in most cases. So for me, I will never attach myself to something I feel that I cannot accommodate that love language. And I'm not willing to. So if I know I'm not willing to, why would I continue to be, attach myself to someone fighting them for their right and their true belief of who they are? Look at this again. If a person needs gifts to make them feel loved and you're fighting with a person who needs gifts to feel love, you're, all, you're, you're taking them out of their comfort of who they are. The same way you come home and tell a person that likes words of affirmation, I love you, the person that likes gifts, you come home and give them a pair of shoes, they feel more loved. That's their love language. Don't get mad, just detach yourself from them, right? Let's talk about this. How many, how many percentage of relationships fail? Almost 50% of all marriages in the United States will end in divorce or separation, right? Let's ask ourselves why. Why? Why is this, right? And most are say because of the men. And most, well, let me say this again. Let me read this one more time. How many percentage of relationships fail? Almost 50% of all marriages in the United States will end with divorce or separation. Ask why. Because the women going to say is the men. And what the men going to say? It's the women. We have a constant battle of the sexes and not seeing that it's not sexy anymore. And the reason why it's not sexy anymore is because the two people that's fighting each other are not seeing that it's both parties. It's not the man. It's not the woman. It's both of us. We think like children. We behave like children. We fight like children. We talk like, to each other like children. There are people right now, as soon as they get mad, they have no self-control. This is the emotional maturity. The moment you get this person mad is a justification on how they speak to you. This is a person that needs to die alone. You can't even control your own mouth, right? Let's talk about the truth. And this is what I tell a lot of women. A lot of women don't like when I say this. There are men that are constant cheaters, and I will admit this. There are men that cheat a lot. But let's be honest. Verbal abuse is worse than any other abuse there is. Look it up. It's not my opinion. Because it causes a lot of mental problems. A lot of women learn the most nastiest things about men and they use it against them to get back at them and their justification of it is the fact that, oh, you cheated on me. Sometimes people step out of relationships because they're insecurities. We need to work on these insecurities. A lot of men were taught wrong on how to love the, the woman. They were taught wrong. So a lot of the times when, when they were taught when they were young, when things are not going the way they want, you ultimately run to somebody else to accommodate what that other person isn't doing. That's how a lot of men were taught. And now you're seeing more women do the same thing because the same teachers that taught the men that are teaching the women that. So I guess we got the same teachers. Because nowadays, women are running to other bedrooms to get over men just the same way men are running to other bedrooms to get over women. Y'all jumping from bed to bed. And men are jumping from bed to bed also. So let's not just say this is a man thing, this is a both party thing. Because what happens is we don't, we're not taught how to, to heal. We're taught how to get over things by running to other people. That's what we're taught. This is a programming. A lot of people are programmed to believe that the best way, let me say this one more time. We're programmed to believe the best way to get over a relationship is jumping into another bed. So what's happening now is you have men who are jumping into women's beds and you have women who are jumping into men's beds and they're running back and forth. It's like tag. You hurt me, so I'm going to hurt somebody else. And this is the constant behavior pattern for the rest of your life. Some people don't realize in order to get over a situation, you must heal from a situation. You're not getting over a situation because you're getting intimate with another person. That doesn't change the narrative. At the end of the day, you're still that hurt, broken person. And when things start going bad in the relationship that you're currently in, you're going to react and behave the same way as you did before because it's the constant who you are now. We need to learn how to heal and fix our traumas.
We're going to run to the next beds. There's a meeting in my bedroom right there. There's a meeting in my... Come on. This is crazy. Ladies, I'm going to tell you something. Truth be told, a lot of the times, and I'm going to keep it 100 with you. Ladies, please don't take this personal. But I'm going to say this. There are a lot of women that genuinely believe anything a man can do, a woman can do. And I'm going to say this truthfully. That is not true. Right? And I hate to say this because a lot of women are going to say, oh, that's a male chauvinistic crack. Let me say that one more time. There are a lot of women who genuinely believe that whatever a man can do, a woman can do. It's not true. Women get graded so much harder for the same decisions that men make. Ladies, if you choose to jump into different bedrooms, you will be looked at as a hoe. Right? And I didn't create this narrative. I'm just telling the truth. Is it fair? No. But it's the truth. And the sad part is, the more the woman jumps from bed to bed, the less value she receives. And the reason why I say that is because the, de the person that's trying to date her won't attach themselves seriously to her. A man can sleep with a lot of women and women will still entertain them without a problem. In most cases, when a woman is very promiscuous, she has a low volume of selection of men that she can choose. We're not talking about these, these super high value looking women. We're talking about most women. They don't have that love, right? But the truth of the matter is, that's in most cases. But the person that genuinely don't believe that is clearly not a man. The truth is, if you sit down right now, and let's just be fair, ladies. I want my ladies on my live to answer this. Watch this. And guys, y'all in the studio with me. Look at this. It's sad when having these conversations, I got to worry about someone getting defensive and whether it's truth or not, I got to worry about them being so defensive. But it could be 100% fact, and they're still going to get upset. Watch this question, right? In most cases, I got one, two, three, four, five men in here. And I'm going to tell y'all the truth, right? Matter of fact, you guys come behind me. Everybody come behind me. Come behind me. Come behind me. Everybody come behind me. I want to show y'all something. Let's be honest. And now, this is men. All right, come over a little bit more. Come over this way a little bit more. All right, a little bit more. Let me see one more. Okay. Slide over a little bit more, Kenzie. Oh, no, Tyler, you come this way? All right, stay there. All right. Now, just being honest. Men, raise your hand if you do care about how sexually active the woman you want to take serious was before you. All right? That's one. Men, raise your hand if you would attach yourself to a woman that was very promiscuous. Okay, that's two. Men, raise your hand if you if you worry if she if you if the girl you're about to date slept with bum dude you 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 want to know, right? Now, last question, men, would you date a woman that's a hoe? Raise your hand if you would. Now we're gonna be fair, right? Women and men don't think the same, and that's what we must establish. A man could be very promiscuous and women still will date him. You know how you know this is true, right? Let's be honest. Do you think more men are lining up to date Rihanna or more men are lining up to date Sukihana? I'm asking, what do you think? Even if they both had the same amount of money, who do you think more men would want? Rihanna. Why is that? Because men want to look at their woman of that she has substance. Anyone can't choose. They, they, they men just can't look at it like that. A lot of the times, the men that will attach themselves to these women are men that don't have anything. We're talking about men of status. Men of status don't want that. More women will attach themselves to a man that's been promiscuous than men. Women. Men are not willing to do that. In most cases, there are some guys that would, but in reality, they're more so guys that need them. There's a line, right? Let me let, let me let somebody call in right now if y'all want to talk about it. For those who are on my live right now saying this is not true, I want you to call in and explain this to me. 516-253-1150. Once again, 516-253-1150. I want, I want a woman to call in. No, no men right now. I want a woman. And if a matter of fact, a man can call in too, right? Tell her. All right, 516 
253-1150. I want my, someone to call in right now and explain am I wrong. Is it true more women are willing to attach themselves to men that are very promiscuous or was promiscuous at some point in their lives than men that are willing to attach themselves to women who was promiscuous or promiscuous at some time? What do you think? Do you think it's fair? Are we telling the truth? So why do they cheat if they have a high-value woman? That, that's, that's all relative to the man. I'm going to be honest, right? Some men cheat just because they're very insecure, right? I'm just going to be honest, right? I agree 100%. And I'm not Natalie, I'm going to argue. Call in and say that real quick. 516-253-1150. One more time. 516-253-1150. Someone call in. Let's talk about this right now. And what Natalie just said is true. A lot of men still cheat even when they have good women. I will agree with that. And a lot of times, these men that we're talking about. What's going on, caller? How you doing? I'm going to put my man on the spot. He don't know that I'm calling you online to answer that question. Okay, I'm but listening. I would love to hear what he has to say. Okay. I would love to hear what he has to say. So can you ask that question? Put him on. There you uh, go. Put us on speaker. There you go. So both of you, both of you can yeah. you both hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. But I want you to answer this question before I ask you the question. Is this stage? Do I know you guys? No. Okay. No. I'm just looking at your lines, and I decided to call the number because you repeated it a lot of times for me to be able to write it down. Okay. My question. I want to ask this question. Hold on one second. My guy's just doing something real fast. Hold on one second. Tell me when you're ready. Hold on one second, guys. Good? All right, so do you think women are more prone to attach themselves to a man that's been promiscuous in their life? Or do you see more men that's willing to attach themselves to women who's been promiscuous in their life? Who do you think is more willing to attach themselves to it? So who do you think is more willing to attach themselves? If, um, if a woman... Answer, answer it again. I'm sorry. Okay. So if you have a man, at one point in his life, he was promiscuous. Do you think more women okay. are willing to accept that? Or do you think more men are willing to accept a woman who is promiscuous in his life, in her life? Um, no, I think the, the woman will be more accepting. <laughs> Did you hear him? I agree 100% with what he just said. I think the men, the women be more accepting. The men, it's a mental thing or something. <laughs> he, but he's saying it's true. I he's mean, it's true. certain men might be able to do it, but not the percentage ain't that 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 great. See, that's what I agree hundred percent with. Now, now, ask your woman. Your we woman. are trucker and rider. Just to let you know, we trucker and rider. My TikTok is Tanya T Lady, and I just so, was watching your live. We don't know you, you don't know us, but I just had to. I wanted my man to ask, answer that question without him even know I was listening to you. That's crazy. But let me ask you a question. You, I'm, I'm ask your girl. Who do you think will be willing to do it more, men or women? I would say women because women, you know, we love differently. We want, most women want a man in their life. A woman, yeah, a woman, a real woman, and I'm just going to say a real woman will want a man in their life. And a lot of times more men have that, that background than a lot of women. So we accept a lot of things because we know men aren't perfect. But when I feel like when it comes to us, they want us to be perfect. And that's why so many women do things that, you know, that a lot of men say, well, we don't care about your body parts. But at the same time, we feel like men do. I, I agree. I agree. Yeah. Say, that, say it again. He can't hear you, man. Yeah, he said the percentage is really low. It's like it you is. said, some women probably will, you know. They have to vent through shit and then kind of got that mindset like, fuck it, man. It's that acceptance, like, Everybody ain't perfect, yeah. This, uh, this, yeah. Uh, I 100% agree with everything, everything y'all say. But you, you know, you know, a lot of people, a lot of people get on the live, they get mad, and I'm like, look, you can lie to yourself, and you can create these false narratives in your mind, or you want, you're entitled to believe whatever you want. But the truth is in the pudding. Most men cannot attach right. themselves to a woman that's been very promiscuous, and if he is, a lot of the times he needs her financially. Yeah. And, and you know what? A lot of men, 
I feel like as a woman, that's why they get the wrong woman because you you don't you ain't getting that woman that's really real. She's trying to have this image about herself that don't even exist because Agreed. she knows what type of men are. So now she's trying to create this character in your life, and then when you find out she's really not that, then the woman that you probably should have been with, you don't let her go because of her background, because of her history. Yes, but everybody has a history. But most most you know, men most men don't want the Virgin Mary, but they don't want the the, the Jezebel either. So they they don't want a girl yeah. that's that hasn't been nowhere absolutely, but they don't want a girl that's literally been all over the place either, right? They don't want, and we know that the woman ain't perfect, but we want a woman that has respect for herself to the point where she's conscious of who she's intimate with and who she's entertaining. When a woman isn't conscious, because women think multiple times before the intimacy. Let's be honest. A woman thinks multiple times before you get intimate with them. They don't just usually just jump in the bed. Whether it's your girlfriend, whether it's your wife, whether it's anybody, a woman is conscious to thinking before sex. So now, if your woman is willing to just jump in anybody's bed, it's like, wow, you know, that's a little scary. And I feel like when when couples go through their their little, you know, ups and downs, and you break up for two days, and sometimes it's safe to say, and I'm just saying, your man probably done slept with somebody versus you slept with somebody that quick because y'all mad at each other. I agree. 100%. I mean, I don't experience that. I'm like, damn, we only been broke up a week. We only, yeah. you know, you already, you know. Yeah, but I, I agree with that statement 100%. In most cases, the men definitely move on really fast. And if a woman does, the man that's sleeping with her, he's pretending as if he respects her, but in reality, he don't. A man will sit with you and be like, yo, what you doing? You're doing your thing. I respect it. But in reality, he's laughing. He's like, yo, you're nasty. Men pretend yeah. in the, begin- the beginning to get what they want. That's not really how yeah. he feels. He's lying. <laughs> yeah. Right? It's called game. Yeah. But I definitely appreciate you callers, man. I appreciate both of you guys. No problem. Thank, Thank you. you so much. Thank you, guys. I'm telling you guys, in most cases, men cannot receive the things that they give. We're going to just call it what it is. But a lot of the times you have these conversations, you have women who get very defensive. And a lot of times the women that are defensive, I hate to say this, but they're going to get mad at this too. They're probably the ones that's promiscuous, right? It's just the truth. When you decide to be a certain way, you just know it comes with a certain level of, of judgment. And why, you, why I can say that? If a person decides to, to get arrested and they catch a felony, now they're getting judged, right? That's the same premise. Life has consequences based on decisions. And there are some women who will not attach themselves to a very promiscuous man, right? All I'm saying is you have more women who are willing to attach themselves to a man who's been actively outside than women, right? I'm just going to be honest. Men are not really willing to do that. And the reason being is because we have our, our, our egos, right? I'm like, oh, no, I can't do that. I can't do that. I just can't. I'm just being honest. I think I'm a very strong man. But when it comes to that, I can't do it. I'm just be honest. I need a woman that respects herself. And, and, and for me, that's a level of a woman I choose. But again, I don't knock a woman that's, you want to sleep around, that's your prerogative. But chances are, the man that you will get is at a certain level of man. You can't tell me you got a scammer and tell me you got a real man. You can't tell me you got a drug dealer and tell me that he's a real man. You can't tell me that you got a, a thief and tell me that he's a real man. And we're not talking about those guys. Yes, you got someone that come home in a physical body of a man, but that ain't no man. So when you tell me you got your scam, you got your drug dealer, you got your trap star, and you're comparing them to real men, that is not the same fairness. That's not even fair. That's not the same. We're talking about someone who gets up every single day and decides to provide for his family legally by constantly being a consistent man. These men won't attach themselves to that. Right? And this is what we do. We create false narratives in our mind and we get mad at the truth. The world is mis- messed up because of the fact that people are so caught up in their feelings opposed to reality. Reality has become so dil- diluted with delusion, it's extremely crazy. Reality is diluted by delusion, and people are very delusional in their beliefs. A woman agent has to be more conscious knowing that she is getting closer and closer to dying alone by not understanding that she needs to attach herself to a man before she ages out from where men like her. Let me say that one more time. As a woman ages, she has to be more conscious and understand that men do not like aging women. I don't care if you get mad. It's the truth. Stop getting mad at the truth. You know how you can validate this truth, but somebody's going to be on this live lying. You know how you can validate this? You take your 21-year-old, unless she was not, not attractive, 
Some people are the ugly duckling and they blew up later, right? What do they call that? Late bloomers? Some people are late bloomers. I'm not talking about you late bloomers, right, who was not that attractive when they were younger and became cuter when they got older. We're not talking about them. In most cases, ladies, being honest, in most cases, women get less attention as they get older than when they were younger. Let me see if you ladies are going to tell the truth. Yes or no? Yes or no? Now, I'm going to blow your mind with what I'm going to say about the men. Remember, I just said this. Women, as women get older, they get less attention from when they were getting when they were younger, right? Men get more attention when they get older, especially the ones that were considered dweebs, nerves, and cornballs because of the fact that women start understanding real valuable men. But now you get older, you double back for those guys. They don't want you because of the fact that you didn't see them when they were younger. So now you use yourself up, put yourself all over the place, and now you want to double back to the guy that you said was corny. Now he's not going to want you. It's just the truth. So these are the conversations we need to be having with our young women. Talking about some pound town, right? Skio, all that crap. You hurting yourself with all that garbage. Because as you age, a man is not going to want to... He gonna, he gonna, men do something called whole facts. We're going to say it. We do something called a whole facts. Whole facts. I'm giving game today, guys. And if you get upset, that's entirely up to you. That means you're in your denial. Men do whole facts. We check into your past to see what we're attaching ourselves to because men are not willing to attach themselves to stuff like that. It's not happening. It's not happening. Yo, watch this. And I hate to say this. Watch this narrative. You have a conversation with a man and a woman, right? Who will get more comfortable? If a man sat with a woman, and say, yo, I'm not going to lie to you. When I was younger, I had threesomes. The man would be like, all right. The, man, the woman would usually accept that, right? But if a woman tells her man she had a threesome, what they said, if it's up, then it's up, right? That's what they say. If it's up, then it's stuck, right? Men cannot accept the same things as women. Ladies, you guys have a problem when you constantly believe in that. What you think as a woman, a man thinks as. Men and women do not think the same. Let me say this one more time. Men cannot accept the things that women can accept. And that's the problem. But the fact of the matter is... Too many women get so caught up in their feelings, they can't live in reality. So now delusion becomes your reality. You're delusional. I had a conversation with someone earlier, right? And this is not a true or bash women contest. This is not my premise. I don't need to do that. I see a lot of people that's on my live that regular follows my social media content. I am not the guy that violates women. I am not the guy that shoot at women. For the people that's on my page for the first time and seeing my content for the first time, I'm not one of those guys. But one thing I promise to do is tell the, tr the truth, the whole truth, but the, nothing but the truth, to, but so help me God. I'm not going to do anything otherwise. I will always tell the truth. If you ask the question, I'm going to say it. Men do not want the women who are very promiscuous as they age. As you get older, men do not want that. And I'm just going to be honest. In most cases, a lot of women get more attention when they're younger because a lot of women don't know what a good man is. And I do fault their daddies and I do fault the way they were raised. And I'm going to be honest. See, it is a mother's job. I want y'all to get this. It is good, right? Tell me when y'all ready. I want you to hear this good. It is a mother's job to teach a girl how to be a, a, a woman. It's her job. But it's the father's job to teach her how to respect herself. Noticing in most cases when a man is not present to teach a girl how to respect herself, she ultimately attaches herself to men looking for that fatherly love that she never had. So a lot of times women that are promiscuous, they have social issues behind them, meaning uh, uh, mental issues, pardon. And the issue being she needs to attach herself to something to make her feel significant. And usually looking for love. And the sad part is, a lot of the times, some of the women that are very promiscuous, they meet guys who tell them a lot of things that they want to hear, ultimately looking to take advantage of them. 
So we think that every woman that's promiscuous is, a, is an HOE, but not in all cases. Some women that are promiscuous is because they were looking for love in all the wrong places because they never was taught where the gold was. So she found a lot of coal because she was never taught what gold looked like. And this is the problem. We judge this girl for sleeping with lumps of coal because she never knew what gold was. I'm going to say this on record. Some people are going to get mad at this. Truth be told. There are a lot of women that don't know what a good man is. There are a lot of women who don't know what a good man is. Right? I hear a lot of women say this all the time, like, real man this and real man that. Let me say this one more time. There are a lot of women who don't know what a good man is. And I see it so consistent. A lot of the times you talk to women, they say things like, a real man would do this. And a lot of the things they describe is only things that benefit them. Right? There are certain things that a real man should do. But a, it takes a real woman to tell me what a real man should do. A, a fake woman can't tell me what a real man should do. A fake man can't tell me what a real woman should do. That's the problem I'm having in 2023 where a fake man is telling me what a real woman looks like. And then a fake woman who's posing to be a woman is telling me what a real man is. That sounds crazy as hell. You can't tell me what no real man is when you ain't never had one. Because the man you may be describing may not be interested in you. Because you may not be the woman that you think you are. And the woman you may be describing, brother, may not be looking for you. Because you may not be the man that you think you are. But if you say this, people are going to get in their feelings. Because the world is full of feelings. Everything is about how I feel, opposed to the reality. It's the delusion. Let me get into this. 13 most common reasons for divorce. Let me say this. Research estimates that 41% of first marriages end in divorce. 41% of first marriages. First marriages end in divorce. 41%, right? Come down with me. Stay with me. The 13 most common reasons for divorce, right? Get into this. Number one, too much conflict. Constant arguing, right? Oh, someone said the right thing. Some women think that men can read their minds. Thank you for that, Tyler. He's right. Yo, for some reason, hold on, guys. Yo, this is not keeping charge. It's actually going down. It's 2010. I don't want to lose my life. I'm loving the life right now. I don't think it's that. It's For some reason, it's not staying charged. It's charging, but it's not. It's, it's, it's going down. Say it again. So it's at 10. All right, so let's get back to this. 13 most common reasons for divorce. Too much conflict or arguing. And that can go on both sides, right? I think we must learn how to argue and how to have conflict without insulting and disrespecting. You can cause a lot of damage in an argument that can change the whole premise of your relationship after the argument. Let me say this again. The number one, one of the number one reasons for a lot of separation is Conflict of arguing. You can change the whole resignation of your relationship, right? The whole premise, the whole catalyst, everything about your relationship, you can change it with one bad argument. Literally change everything. You can completely say something that can make you lose every bit of respect for somebody. See, we don't talk about love and respect. They're two different emotions. Love and respect aren't the same thing. I may love you, but have no respect for you. Let me say this again. You may love someone, but have no respect. They're not the same. A person can love you, but have absolutely no respect for you. And the problem is, a lot of the times, you lose respect in arguing and debating and having conflict. Because it's the way you debate. Some people argue and, and have arguments, they go extremely to the lows of lows. Some people go to the pits of hell to argue. Literally, to the pits of hell. Because they want to prove a point, right? So my, my whole movement is about hurting you as much as I possibly can because I feel bad about myself. I'm angry. I'm going to tell you, ladies and gentlemen, this. Anger is not an acceptance to disrespect or insult somebody all around the board. You cannot justify how you feel because you were angry. That is childish. And if a person tells me I was upset, you could upsetly leave me the hell alone for the rest of my life. 
Because there are certain things you learn about your mate over the duration of dating them that they tell you that you should always have reservation to say. Should always keep it under lock and key. When a person tells you their most intimate or, or most hurtful times of their life, and you throw it in their face, you shouldn't be in a relationship. You take the most vulnerable things about a person and you literally just get up and walk, right? You take the most vulnerable things about a person and, and, and you use that in a moment of anger. And then guess what you're going to say? I was upset. Ladies, you're going to hate me. I don't give a damn. Let me say this. If you disrespect a man, cooking, washing his clothes after, it don't change the hurt that you caused. Verbal abuse is one of the worst abuses that anyone could ever endure, endure ever. But we still talk about, just, just, they said, yo, they, they said verbal abuse is worse than physical abuse. Ain't that crazy? That's how, because it weighs on your mental. Right? You can lay next to somebody and still be thinking about what they said so bad about you. And a lot of men don't give light to that, guys. We got to tell the truth. A lot of men don't give light to some of the things that women say overly hurt us, breaks us, makes us question what we have with the person. And we must acknowledge that. But if I say this, somebody's going to say he weak, but I could take that girl, so I don't even worry about that. I know I'm alpha, and I can speak my truth. A lot of the times women say things that hurt us a little too much. I'm, I, I've heard it. I've been through it. And I don't have to worry about what a man feels because I'm going to be the one that tell it. You guys got to be conscious on how we argue. We can, have a, we can agree to disagree without insulting and, and, and tearing someone down. That's on both parts. From the man's perspective and the one's perspective. That's your emotional maturity. A lot of us lack it. When we're mad, everything is it's like, yo, there's no, there's no rules. The gloves are off. But then when you get back to normal, you got to act like it never happened. And I hate to say this, and the person's going to get upset, but once you've done it, it happened. The person can't forget it. You said things that were extreme, and the person's going to constantly have it in the back of their mind. That's another reason for separation. The lack of commitment. A lot of people aren't committed. They're getting to relationships because they, you know what, it's starting to get cold, right? Winter's coming. So what they call it? Booed up now? What they call that? Cuffing season, baby. As soon as the summer comes, it's a hot girl summer, huh? <laughs> Cold girl winters. Cold brother winters. All right? Hot boy summer. Hoochie daddy shorts. It's on. <laughs> you got to tell. If the weather makes you behave uh, uh, promiscuous, that's crazy. If the weather... Make you promiscuous. That's crazy. Because it's hot outside now, I want to be promiscuous. <laughs> oh, you ain't got no respect for yourself. <laughs> you ain't got no respect for yourself. I'm sorry. And you want a man to respect you. Ladies, you want a woman, a man, you want a woman to respect you. Well, you got to respect yourself in all times. You can't make that an excuse to why you're behaving like that. I'll give you another one. Number three, infidelity. Say it with me. Infidelity. Cheating. A lot of people cheat a lot. And sometimes cheating is not just being intimate. Sometimes cheating is also emotional. A lot of the times, some women do not sleep with men, but they definitely emotionally cheat. And on top of that, they tell the man that they're talking to everything about what their man is not doing. And guess what the guy does? He tries to do everything you said your man is not doing because he wants some vagina. He's not doing it because he likes you. You're making, it's like an open book exam. Look at this, ladies. Y'all gotta understand this. Don't tell me I'm dealing with this guy. He treats me better than my man. And the only reason why he's treating you better than your man is because you made the exam so easy. 
that's why he passed. I had to study and take a test, right? Because chances are most women don't tell men what they feel and only do it when, when in, in anger, right? So the man don't even understand you because the communication is off between men and women. Now you go to this other guy, you tell him everything your man is not doing, thinking that he's a better man, and then when you get serious with him, you just got in bed with the devil. <laughs> He's worse than the man you have. And the reason why you think he's better is because you've given him all the answers to the test. The test being, right, well, what is, what is that? How do you get the 100 on the test of a woman to a man? It's this S-E-X, right? The sex. So the man is going to literally do everything perfect with the mentality on how can he get the sex. He's going to play like he's a great guy. He's going to love you. He's going to take you. You know what? Here, go to the phone call. My man don't take me out to eat. That weekend, hey, what are you doing tonight? I want to take you out to eat. You just told him that. You go to the next one. Yo, this guy don't care about my child. You go to call, Tyler. So what's your son? What's your son doing? Yo, we should take him out. He care about Junior now, huh? Hmm, good man. You believe that? You wouldn't be stepdaddy. Let's keep going. Damn, I don't have no shoes to go to this event. Yo, you know something crazy? I seen these shoes the other day. I thought about you. You want to go pick them up? Hmm. He's an amazing man. Or he's playing you from what you're telling him. Let's be friends. That's the favorite one. I don't even, you know, I don't even want to jump in the bed with you. I just want to get to know you. So you're telling me you can't have friends? That's a nice way of saying, I'm going to stay in the background until I can get some vagina. Let's grow up, guys. Let's grow up and understand that these conversations are real. And the fact of the matter is I'm telling the game and a lot of times people don't want to hear it because they want to live in their fairy tale world. They're delusional. They want to live in their lie. Let's see the question. I'm new here, but I like what you're saying. So what should a woman do about infidelity? Stay or accept? And this is Natalie Sherman 507. Natalie, I'm going to be honest with you. And this is the truth. And this is a decision where you got to sit down and have with yourself. Someone will walk. Honestly, a person has to decide that. I don't think it's fair that a person tells a person what to do. I think you're grown, and I think you should know what you can tolerate and what you can't tolerate. I know some great relationships that built back stronger after infidelity, right? I know some great relationships like that. I know some people who actually became better people after uh, being caught cheating. Right. I know some guys that has done a lot of bad when they were younger and now that they're older, they're better men. I know that, too. So I'm not going to say yes and I'm not going to say no, but I'm going to say you got to ask yourself, can you take it? Can you stomach it? If not, you have to decide on you what you need to do. I think that is the right answer in this premise. Right. A lot of people that's telling you to walk and do all of these things. Some of them are with people right now that's cheating on them and they know it and they still going to stay. But they're always willing to give the information on what they ain't willing to do. That's the problem with taking advice, right? A lot of people give advice on things they wouldn't even do if they was in a situation. So they're going to tell you, girl, if I was you, I would have. But if she was in a situation, girl, she would not do that. She would have stayed. So just be conscious of who you get your information from. So if me as a man, I'm telling you, I'm not taking the man's side. I'm not taking the woman's side. But I'm just being fair, right? Hold on a second, guys. I'm being fair. Right? You got to make that decision on yourself. You got to decide what's best for you, right? And know that every decision you choose is based on you. I don't know what you can stomach. I don't know what you can't stomach. But you got to ask yourself those questions, right? You got to ask yourself those questions. You got to say, can I stay with this person? Can I not stay with this person? Most people will say, I would leave. Yeah, that's always the valuable, valuable uh, solution to the problem, right? But a lot of people ain't going to do what they tell you to do. So be conscious. Let's get through the rest of these. Uh, lack of emotional and physical intimacy, right? That's another one. Number five, communication problems between both partners. A lot of people lack communication because they were never taught how to communicate. Number six, domestic violence. This is the number one reason why I would tell anyone to leave. I don't care what the situation is. Anytime physicality get involved, it is time to walk away. I do not recommend you stay with anybody that puts their hands on you, whether women or whether men. This is a no-no. And now I hate to say this. Notice I said the number one reason to walk away is for physical, right? Here's a narrative. 
It's the psychology says verbal abuse is worse than physical. So what do you do when a woman is verbally abusive? I think you run. I think some people need uh, 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 therapy so they can fix and work on themselves. I think a lot of people don't see they have problems psychologically and that's not how you behave and you have to learn that how you control yourself even in anger is not a justification for your anger. Let's finish this off, right? Uh, number seven, opposing values and morals. People with different beliefs and their mentalities, right? That happens a lot. A lot of times people think completely different so therefore they end up leaving each other because they have different morals. See, when you see values, you see morals. A lot of the times people don't break up because of the fact that they don't love somebody. Sometimes you leave people because of the fact that y'all just don't see eye to eye. What you may want from the person, the person may not want for you, right? You try to make them, it's weird when you talk to somebody or date somebody and they only care about what they want you to be, but they don't see what you're not being for them. But in their mind, they think they're such a good person to you, but in reality, they're not because it's not what you see as a good person. Like I said earlier, learning each other's love languages. People still speak two different languages, right? One of the reasons why I could never deal with a woman that disrespects me verbally is because I like words of affirmation. So if you build me up, you're also breaking me down with the same words that you built me up with, right? Think about that narrative. The same words you built me up with, you're breaking me down by disrespecting me when you're angry. So now automatically, I won't want to be with somebody like that because I'm a words of affirmation type of person. It's the words. So when a person builds me up, but if you come back and then you, it's like, it's like buying me something and then throwing it in my face that you did it. That's how I would feel if a person builds me up verbally and then breaks me down verbally, right? It would, it, it would be like a roller coaster of emotions. And I'm just being honest, right? Some people just, they just verbally disrespectful as hell. So there's nothing you can do with them. Number eight, addiction, alcohol, drugs, gambling, or sex. Yeah, sex is an addiction. There are a lot of people who are addicted to it, right? Number nine, absence of romantic intimacy or love. There are a lot of people that don't have it in them no more. They're not there, right? They don't see each other like that no more. Number 10, one spouse not carrying the weight in the marriage, meaning economically, it could be mentally, it could be physically, it could be anywhere around the board. Someone is not playing their part, right? They're literally, somebody is doing too much in a situation. And when a person is doing too much, it becomes a burden to them, right? Number 11, Financial problems of debt. You're taking on debt and you're not telling your mate this is a bad sense of a relationship. These are conversations you have when you're spending money. Are you willing to buy something, especially big purchases? This is a conversation you guys should have before even being done. If you're just moving recklessly, that is not a relationship you should attach yourself to, right? Number 12, marrying too young. Sometimes when you marry too young, you don't know who you are. And then when you start becoming who you are, you become two different people. I completely grow apart. And it happens all the time. And last, the 13th one, lack of shared interests incompatible between partners. You're not compatible. And it happens every day. And when you talk about these things, a lot of people get very upset. Listen, and I'm gonna have to say this before we get out of here. Sometimes people don't break up because of the lack of love. Sometimes people break up because there was really never real love. We think that love looks the way we want love to look. But love don't look the way we want it to look. The same way, ladies, you feel like the man you accept in this man, this man is accepting you too. All your flaws, all your, your verbal, all your garbage that you come with too, the man accepts it too. Like I said, it's a two-way street. So when you look at what you are, you got to see what he sees also. Those days you wake up and you don't look so fire. Yeah, every man want to talk to you when you dressed up and dolled up, but that man gets to see you when you got the drool on your face and the stuff between your eyes. He see you every damn day, but he accepts you for you also. So let's not just act like it's a one-way street. Love is about accepting, not about being tolerable. Tolerance is not a good thing. A lot of times we get so caught in tolerance or tolerable relationships that we don't see that we're not building anything. Two people working together is the healthiest relationship that you can build. Let's learn how to work together and stop fighting for what's not there. Walking away or leaving a relationship is not bad if the person don't understand or want to learn to love you the way you want to be loved. I say this on record, guys, before I get out of here. I will never stay with someone that won't love me the way I want to be loved. Again, 
I am a words of affirmation guy. If a person is verbally disrespecting me when they get mad, I can't stay with a person like that. Sometimes people say, yo, why do you care about the way people uh, think about you? And I said, it's not the way I think. It's how I was, I'm born. Love language is a language that we literally do not, it's, it's just who we is. Let's go back to the love language. I'm going to give you the five love languages that we're going to get out of here real fast. Number one, we're going to say number one, number one. Let's remember what the five love languages are. Someone should read up on it. Number one is words of affirmation. That's what I am. I love, love words of affirmation. Number two, quality time. Number three, physical touch. Number four, acts of service. And lastly, number five, receiving gifts. Learn your love language of your mate, and y'all can build something great. Till next time, don't let that go over your head.